everyone. Welcome to the Chiga Travel Podcast, your number one stop for everything travel. My name is Lelo Boyan. This week, I am joined by Lerato Bambo. Lerato has been working as a digital nomad for over five years now, having lived in four different continents. She also runs a blog called Life from a Bag. And in there, she shares everything you need to know about leaving South Africa to go live abroad. I asked Lerato to talk to me about her experience living in Bali, and this is part one of our conversation. The second part will come out next week, and in there, she shares all about her experience living in Dublin, in Ireland. So be sure to come back again next week, please, so you don't miss that one. It's going to be a good one again. So here's my chat with Lerato. I hope you will enjoy it. Lerato, welcome to the Chica Travel Podcast. Hi Lelo, thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. Yay, I'm glad you finally made it. The last time I saw you was when we were coming back from our trip to the Western Cape. <laughs> yeah, that was such an amazing trip. I was looking at the pictures actually today, like yo, our you guys need to plan another trip. <laughs> I agree. COVID now is now stressing us. So that's why I'm not no, sure. No, I'm ready to like meet you guys at all time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go so, somewhere. So, but just talk about that. Like you just decided, Hori, you're going to go on this trip where you don't know anyone except me. And even me, we hadn't met. We really just knew each other from social media. So mm-hmm. what, what was that all about? To be honest, I do that all the time. So for me, this was not the first time I travel with strangers because Mm. I do that all the time. But when I saw the trip, I was like, yo, okay, why not? And then that was it. That's it. It's something that I normally do. So I like when I'm in different countries, I go on like walking tours, Mm. then I meet people and we do stuff together. So for me, that's kind of normal. That's how I make friends and like travel minded or travel likers rather. Uh, so yeah yeah i think i think i could i could see that with 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 how you interacted with everyone on on the trip i mean you didn't know anyone but you know how you just gelled with everyone and uh it it showed so it came through yeah um i'm a traveler like like recovering (laughs) travel addict that's what I always say to people. Yeah. So you've lived in like multiple countries. You've lived in Ireland. You've lived in the US. You've lived in Turkey. Where else? I've lived in Bali as well. Mm. And then now I'm back home for now. Until you go back to Bali again. Because I, I, I yeah. believe only business we run on Yes. And you know, talking about you and a, running a business in Bali... Uh, in Jan last month on social media, mm-hmm. there was this big storm about this American expert who lives, who has actually de- deported from Bali uh, yeah. after tweeting about how Bali is like LGBTQ friendly and that, you know, she lives in a tree house and she only pays $400 or what, what. Did you follow mm-hmm. that story? Yes, I did. Because so firstly, I'm in a lot of these expat um, groups on Facebook for people who live in Bali. So everybody was talking about it. And Mm. even on Clubhouse, there was an actual full discussion where this girl came in and she explained herself. So this girl is doing something that off the record, most people are doing in Bali. So (laughs) um, (laughs) there's a visa 
called the B211. So it's actually mm-hmm. a social visa for tourism mm-hmm. that allows you to stay in Bali for six months. Okay. But then every six months, you have to pay $50 and renew to stay for an additional month. Only $50? So, yeah. That's how most people live in Bali. So yeah. this visa, you're supposed to use it for tourism or cultural purposes where you're in Bali visiting or like there for yoga retreats or whatever you're doing there. You're not supposed to be working in Bali. So most people, like especially like Western people, Americans, Europeans, they get this visa and they live in Bali basically permanently. And then every six months they fly out and go somewhere. Then they come back and just renew the visa. So a lot of people do that and it's causing a lot of problems. Well, not really a lot of problems. It's more like they live there and then mm. they earn current, like currency from other countries. Mm. So they're making, like, for example, I also work for like a US company. So people, and we are allowed to work remote. So people who work remote go to places like Bali mm. where they earn um, in foreign currency and there the cost of living is cheap. So that's why mm. she was saying, I can live here for $400, which is kind of correct because that's how much I was spending. And I like, I didn't cook every day. I, did, I, did, I didn't cook actually when I lived there for the whole 12 months. Um, yeah, and I had my own place. You have like a helper who comes to clean every day. So, um, but her, like the way she, the one thing that got her into trouble was that she was selling a book mm. about people telling people how to move to Bali firstly yeah. during a pandemic because right now Bali is the borders officially are closed, closed mm. officially officially mm. and then but why wait why are you stressing Bali? the officially part because then... Bali is like SA so if you pay okay you can get things done in Bali mm. like SA like Brazil um, so basically, so what she was doing is she would, she went on the internet and created this hype that you can come and live in Bali, mm. but it's cheap and um, you don't need a lot of money to survive here. Mm. And I've been staying here for a long time. And on top of that, she's there on the wrong visa because oh my word. for me, for example, um, I work, my company is a US company mm. and we are in real estate. So we own real estate in Bali. So I have a work visa for Bali. So I have an actual work permit to work in Bali. So um, there are different types of visas. And I always like, I have an actual long blog post because I have a blog about living abroad and all the different countries that I've been to. So I share like visa, how to get a visa, how to find a job, how to find an apartment and like cost Mm. of living in the different countries. Mm. But um, so this girl, the reason she got into trouble was she was trying to sell a book on basically telling people how to get into the country illegally when mm-hmm. officially the country is saying we're it's not closed. letting in tourists. Mm. Yeah, so that's why they had to make an example out of her. That's why they deported her. But yeah. um, in terms of the visa, she was on a B211, which is a social visa that most people get. And you anybody can get it. It's actually 700 rand for that visa because that's the first visa I got when I went to Bali. Is this the six so, months one? Yeah, so I got that visa to be able to get into Bali. And then when I got there, um, the company and the attorneys um, helped me switch to a working visa. Oh, okay. So, so on this, on this, um, social, I think it's social, social cultural visa, ne? do mm-hmm. they 
allow you to you allowed to stay there the only thing that you're not allowed to do is to work in bali but if you are yes. getting income from elsewhere maybe working remotely that's fine the only thing you're not allowed to to do is get in business while in bali yes mm. Mm. Yes, that's basically the B211. But yeah, so people, they take advantage because I know I even met a guy who's been living there for 10 years and mm. every six months he just flies out and comes back. So I feel like maybe in the future one day they'll change the rules. Mm. But at the moment, that's the current long-term stay visa that most people have in Bali. And mm. you're not supposed to be earning income. Mm. But a lot of people like run these businesses where they have like, they sell bikinis and they <laughs> do like a whole lot stuff they're not supposed to be doing on this visa so if you're caught doing stuff like that you get deported immediately like Bali does not play Indonesia does not play in general like this girl um I met like in Bali Mm. um during my year there she was caught with drugs which are illegal Mm. and you can get uh you can be hanged or you can get like a life sentence so she is currently in jail Mm. um serving a life sentence basically for being caught she was selling that's mm. the thing. Yeah, so no. there's things like that that you need to take into consideration when moving to a country like the laws. Mm. Do they, are they like, because in SA, like I always say to people, if I had to get arrested anywhere, I'd rather be arrested in SA then, than yeah. anywhere else. Because mm. at home, at least, like I can speak the language mm. and I understand the laws. So yeah, but like these are like very important things to take into consideration when moving to a different country. Okay, so let's start then from the beginning with you moving to Bali and how you came to that uh, decision. And you have kind of explained, Hore, you went on a, well, you, you did, you really started with the tourist visa and then converted it to a work one. But what was the thinking behind moving to Bali and how did that come about? So, okay, so I was working for a tech company in the U.S., And then I got transferred to the island offices. And then I lived in Dublin for two years. And then after working there for like a while, I was like, okay, I want to go solo. I want to, because while I was doing this job, I started like a consulting business where I was like building websites for people Mm. and coaching people on like search engine marketing, which is what like I do basically. Mm. And um, I started my own side gig. And then I decided, okay, my side gig is making more money than my actual job. And my actual wow. job requires me to be like every day. So I decided I'm going to leave my job. Yeah. And I left my job in Dublin. And mm. after leaving my job, or oh, actually I hadn't been to SA in two years because I usually come home once a year. But mm. that time when I resigned, it was in 2019. Mm. And I hadn't been home in two years. So I decided, okay, to go island, ne? Yeah, island is nice. <laughs> I loved Ireland. I still love Ireland. It's, mm. it's an amazing country, but it's yeah. expensive. Well, it depends where you go. But anyway, yeah. so I left Ireland. Oh, I found a cheap flight to Russia. So I stopped in Russia and I spent a month there. And then I left Russia. I went to Georgia to go visit. And then I went to Turkey, my favorite country, where also I've lived in Turkey before. Mm. Um, I stayed in Turkey for a bit. And then eventually I came home after two years. So, so so you were you were just like okay before I go home let me go and explore these other places while I'm still doing my side gig you know virtually yeah yeah mm-hmm. okay so that's what I did um and then I went to Turkey then I came home mm. I was home for three months and I was like yo uh, say <laughs> like I love the idea of essay but I don't like the reality so I'm gonna go on vacation <laughs> to Bali mm. 
And then I booked the flights and I told my parents the day before, like, tomorrow I'm, I'm off. Guys, um, I was here for three months and I'll see you again in a year. Mm. And my parents now, they're kind of used to it because it's, it's <coughs> something I've been doing since 2013. Like, I'm, mm. I've always been gone. Sure. So I left to go on vacation in Bali and mm. I flew via Hong Kong. And while I was in Hong Kong, I, was, I met this guy like in the lounge and we were chatting and he was telling me about like his business. Mm. And he um, he's basically an architect and he builds these amazing houses for people, like rich people in yeah. Asia. And he was telling me about like what he does. And I was like, oh, this is cool. I'm so interested. And he's like, yeah, when we get to Bali, you must like give me a call and I'll show you some of my places. So that's how I met my boss. Wow. <laughs> and then, um, while we were talking, I was like, ah, oh, this is cool. Then I was giving him like all these ideas for like marketing. And then he's like, why don't you come work for us? And I was like, are you for real? And he's like, yeah. Mm. And then within like a week, um, the lawyers started the applications of turning my tourist visa into a work visa. And I stayed in Bali for a year. But so that's, that's how I stayed in Bali. I was there on vacation. I literally had a carry-on suitcase because I was there for, well, I booked the one way. Yeah. I was there for a while. And then I ended up staying and liking it and like also like investing in property there now. Wow. So, um, yeah, but that's my similar story of how I lived in Turkey. So when I was like, I studied marketing here in SA. And mm. then after I completed my degree, I really wanted to go abroad. Like my parents, I was telling them, like, I really want to go abroad. Mm. And um, I was saving. I had a part-time job. And eventually after I completed my degree, I saved enough to go to Turkey on a vacation, which turned into me getting a job and staying there. (laughs) (laughs) So Turkey, um, yeah, I went to Istanbul. And um, while I was there, I mean, so I always joined these Facebook groups where you meet other expats. I actually think that's a that's such a cool idea to join these these groups when you when you yeah I mean like a million of them there's so mm. many but usually when I move out of a country I leave like the Irish one I left I was in I South Africans in Ireland I left that one yeah because yeah, you're not there anymore me. anyway but yeah so um <laughs> in Turkey I met up with these girls um we had like chai tea in Turkish. So, and the girls were like, oh, you speak English so well. You know, like um, at my job, they're looking for people who speak English. And I was like, what kind of job is this? Because I literally just finished university. Like I wrote my last exam and I didn't even know if I passed or anything. And this girl's like, no, she works at, it's an English school. Mm. And they're looking for teachers and they pay well. They pay like, well, well, it's not really well. Like $1,500, which is a lot if Mm. you're starting out. And then she's like, no, come meet my boss because you speak English and they want people who speak English and you're from a country that people speak English. And I was like, I'm, I'm not a teacher. I, I'm not even going to lie and be like, I want to teach people. And she was like, no, but just come meet my boss and come see the school. So I went and I mm. met the boss and I told him I studied marketing and mm. I can help them with their social media ads and stuff like that because that's yeah. what I'm interested in. And the guy was like, okay, cool. And then that's how I got my job in wow. Turkey. And I stayed there for like almost two years. So the reason I left Turkey was because like in like back in 2013, there was so much going on mm. like 2013 to 2015 in Turkey. There was actually a bombing in like Taksim Square and these German tourists died. And my parents are like, yo, let us come home. Uh-uh, uh-uh. 
with life. Yeah, so no. that was like one of my main decisions to decide that okay, I'm gonna leave Turkey because mm. between like 2013 and 2015, there were like a lot. There was a lot going on there. Mm. There's still a lot going on there, but Turkey is still like my favorite country. Mm. I go back every year. I have a lot of friends in Turkey. I like speak mm. Turkish. I yeah, I just really love Turkey. It's that one place where if I could pick like a retirement place, I would probably pick Turkey because it's also easy wow. to get residency there as an African. So in, yeah. in in Turkey, is it uh you know uh the cost of living there? It's okay. Like mm. Bali's cheaper, mm. but Turkey it, it's generally fine. So the thing about like most countries is that if you're earning US dollars you're fine you're fine yes yes yeah. but if you're earning in like turkish lira or like indonesian rupiah then you're not fine because mm. in indonesia so my rent um so i had a place like with a pool and uh, like a full-time helper and my rent was three thousand rands which is three million there wow. so that's how much i was paying for rent and then i was eat like i literally i've never cooked that whole year you were just eating out. out. I, I was eating out every day, breakfast, lunch. And Bali has so many amazing restaurants. Like, you miss the food there so much right now. When, like, now, since I'm back in S, I'm just like, yo, I miss Bali food. Because mm. they have, like, all these restaurants. And you're always spending less than, like, $10 per meal. So mm. it's it's for, like, foreigners who are earning in a foreign currency. For them, it's like, oh, it's nothing. Because in the U.S., with $10, you're not going to get much. Mm, like, it, my mom was complaining the other day. She was at my house and she's like, why do you only have water in the fridge? And I was like, because, <laughs> like, Uber Eats. Just here. Yeah. I'm, I'm always like, if, it, if it's less than $10, it's cheap, basically. Mm. That's what I always tell myself, which I guess I should stop doing that. But, yeah, so for foreigners, if you go to places like Turkey and Bali and Thailand, mm. for them, it's, especially if you're earning in euros and pounds and dollars, then it's cheap compared to somebody who's earning in like rand and mm. um, like Indonesian group here. Because for them, it's like the cost of living in Indonesia. It's pretty simple. Like most people, like they don't have fridges or so they go to like the markets every day to buy fresh fruit and vegetables. They live like very simple lives. Yeah. A lot of people, they use bikes. They don't have cars. It's like the, the living, the cost, like the standard of living in Indonesia was fine. For me, it was perfect because... Nobody dresses up. You don't have to wear mm. makeup. You don't have to wear heels. It's all chilled, yeah. Like children go to meetings in like bikini tops and a tank top. Eh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so chilled. And at the office, you come in flip flops because like we have like an actual office. So for me, it it was perfect because it was I loved living in Bali, but I didn't like like the snakes. <laughs> 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 so rats. Yeah. So, so then, uh, in terms of living there, you. So, mm-hmm. what what kind of person? I, I guess you've just kind of described a bit of it now. What kind of person would you know would really enjoy living in 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 Bali? And I also want to get to, um, if if I decide to go and live there, um, mm-hmm. what would be the first thing I need to do if I want to go and live there and I don't have a job and I'm hopefully looking to um find something while I'm there. Okay, so firstly, the type of person who should move to Bali. So yeah. Bali, the one thing you need to know about Bali is Bali is one of, so in Indonesia is the country. Because mm-hmm. I realize some people think Bali is a country. I was Indonesia. laughing. <laughs> I was laughing when, when I saw that on your blog, you were like, okay, things you need to know about Bali. Bali is not a country. <laughs> yeah, because people think, so Indonesia basically has like 17,000 islands and mm-hmm. Bali is just one of them. 
mm-hmm. there are so many beautiful islands and I got to explore some of them but um so Bali is basically an island mm-hmm. and the island has different like cities or towns if you want to call them that mm-hmm. and so the first thing you need to um decide when you're moving to Bali is basically your reason if you're like one of those people who want like a zen lifestyle you want to go to yoga and drink mm-hmm. your health smoothies and be in a quiet place then you should go live in Ubud because Ubud is known for like it's that it's a sanctuary kind of place. Mm. And then if you're like me and you want like that feeling of like you're living in a city and there's like restaurants everywhere and clubs, yeah, who busy? Then go to like Changu because that's where all the digital nomads or like most of the expats in Bali, they all live in Changu. So it's called uh-huh. Changu. So um, the tourists who come usually all stay in Kuta. So Kuta is another mm. part of the island. It's very expensive. That's where you find like these chain hotels and yeah, these, these resorts. Mm. What's that hotel? Um, hard Rock. Mm. Yeah, that's where you find them. Kuta. So Kuta mm. is basically where we, we stay away from Kuta as locals. Okay, I'm calling myself okay. a local. But Kuta, it's expensive and you find a lot of tourists. So you stay away. Mm-hmm. So as um, like somebody, you basically decide, okay, which part of Bali do I want to live? And then mm. you also need to keep in mind that Changu and Ubud are the most popular with like expats and they're also more expensive. So if you're trying to find like a place that's even cheaper than like 3,000 rand a month, you can find that, but it's going to be like on the outskirts and other like smaller towns. Mm. But yeah, the perfect uh, person for Bali depends on like what you need. So for Changu, it's a party town. There's clubs, there's restaurants, there's like taco night. There's some place where you get like free tattoos um, on Tuesdays if you buy a taco. So Changu is like... For me, every time I was in Changu, I felt like I was back in LA because I used to live mm. in LA. It's mm. just like this party town that never sleeps. Mm. And I loved living there because they like beaches and I could walk to the beach and watch the sunrise and the sunset every day. Mm. And I'd go like sing karaoke whenever I felt like it, <laughs> there was a karaoke bar next door to my place. But um, yeah, so it kind of depends on what you want. But whatever mm. like your expectations are, you need to, or like what you need basically, you need to decide, okay, do I want a quiet place? Do I want a place where I'm going to bump into drunk people all the time and <laughs> make friends? But it kind of depends on you. Yes. So, um, and your budget as well, because you can find a place for like 2,000 rand a month and you can find a place for like 30,000 rand a month. Oh, so it depends uh, how luxurious you want it to be. But like, even like the basics, like the three, 2,000 places, they all like very clean, modern, mm-hmm. yeah, beautiful. But some people, they want like a spa in their home, like a mas- person to come massage you every day. I had a friend like that. Uh, <laughs> she had a person <laughs> coming to massage her at her pool every day. And that's cheap because a massage is like $10. So people are like, oh, it's $10. In America, you can't get a massage for $10. Not for that amount, yeah. So, people could afford to do that every day. Yeah. So Lerada, if, uh, let's say I... Um, I'm kind of like a four-star type person né, in terms of, you know, uh, where I stay. And mm-hmm. I want to go and l- maybe let's say I'm taking a sabbatical from my job and I want to go be in Bali, spend three months in Bali. Obviously, I'm not okay. working. How much would I need to survive for three months without, you know, let's say I don't have any other income. It's just me being in Bali on a sabbatical and I'm a four-star type person how much if i'm thinking about okay food and rent uh for that period okay so firstly are you an alcohol drinker yes 
Okay, so the problem is with Muslim countries in general, alcohol is inflated. So mm. in Bali, like a bottle of like Sky Vodka would be the same as my monthly rent. So if you drink alcohol, then you're going to spend most of your money on alcohol. So for me, I always like hang out with the tourists because they buy you alcohol. <laughs> but, yeah. So as a person who doesn't, if you don't drink, I'd say in a month, if you're like me and you're like eating, unless you're going to buy food and cook every day. But if like you're going out to like watch movies on the beach, like go to the cinema, do these wine painting, like doing activities basically. Yes, activities and, as well. Um, going to cafes, meeting people for coffees and just chilling basically mm. for three months. I'd say you need about six to eight grand a month to survive. Only? Yeah. Oh my God. But this is if you're not going to drink every day. Because if you're going to drink, then every day. Woman 12, 15. Because alcohol is so expensive. Like, we, I had this friend, um, she's still my friend, but she moved to Thailand now. We drank once a week (laughs) because (laughs) your alcohol is expensive in Bali. Like, it's so expensive to that point where you see that, like, I bought one cocktail with money that I could have bought, like, two or three meals. Mm. So, alcohol is so expensive. So, it's like you should befriend tourists. Like when you meet these people in like bars, be like, yeah, I'll show you guys around. And then they buy you drinks basically. But um, yeah, about like, I'd say 8,000 if you get like a nice apartment. Yeah. And then with the apartment, everything comes included. So you don't have to pay for electricity or Wi Fi. So that I really liked. Um, that is so amazing. You can find apartments on Airbnb. That's where, how most people rent out places. You go on mm-hmm. Airbnb. Mm. You find an apartment, you pay for it, and then, um, yeah, you just live in Bali. But make sure you're on the right visa so you don't get deported. Yeah, okay. That's, that, that happens a lot, actually. And don't think, break any rules. Yeah, I think I want to go and live in Bali, even if it's for a month. And I'm Yeah, only- you'll love it. And for a month, for South Africans, it's visa-free. So you don't even need a visa if you're just spending a month. Oh. That is amazing. So yeah. I'm I'm gonna go to to Bali for a month, and I'm only gonna take eight thousand rent. And if I run out of money, I'm calling you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, chef, you must call. I'll call my people to come help you. Yeah. No, seriously, if you're like, because I had like three meals a day, so I'd go out for breakfast, mm. and I even like was in the gym. Um, so I paid like gym membership. And for me, I survived like for a month because I have, so I have this spreadsheet because I have, so I have a podcast about buying property yes. and investing in different countries. So mm. I share my spreadsheets for like my expenses about um, where I live basically. So I, every, every time I buy something, I record it in mm. my spreadsheet so I can see at the end of the month, okay, I spent this much on food, that much on alcohol. Alcohol was always the most expensive thing. The, the biggest life. item there. Yeah, because, <laughs> yo, uh, and like, because it's such a party, well, where I was living, it's such a party town. Everybody mm. would be like, there's beach clubs in the middle of the day. We're chilling at beach clubs with your mm. laptop, having cocktails while like chilling. And then at night, everybody's going to like all these clubs or like beach clubs or at the beach. There's always something going on. Mm. And you meet so many cool people. And like the one thing actually that I did not like about living in Bali is it's kind of hard to make friends because most of the people who come there are tourists. So like for me, for mm. example, I reached this point where I was just like, hi, no, I'm tired of meeting people because you meet somebody and then they're your they're friend. They're gone. Yeah. And then after two months, they leave and then you have to like get to know a new person. So for mm. me, I just reached this point. I was like, I, no, it's fine. I'll just be on and my then own. I met. 
Yeah, I'll be on my own. And then I met this girl who was there for six months and she became my friend. And she was also black, so that helped a lot. Mm. Um, so, but yeah, that's the one thing I didn't like. How like, it's very, it's like a temporary place. People come and go. Mm. And with like people that I, like people who are like digital nomads. So people who work remotely, yes. they move around so much. Like this girl, um, she was my friend in Bali. And we'd hang out and chill. And then the next day she's like, oh, I'm moving to India. When? Wow. In two days. And I'm like, how? Like just like that. Like that. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So uh, it's really hard to like have stable relationships with people because they all move around. So I'm also people say I'm the same, but I'm not really the same because I stay. In, I I always try and stay. Like, yeah. I mean, you're two years, and in Bali you were there for a year, and yeah. I think actually when you came back, it was not coming back for good. No, yeah, I, I think to just, my passport. <laughs> oh, and then you got stuck here because of COVID. Yeah, so my passport was full mm. and I came to renew it. And I was like counting down the days till I go back. And then Siddle was like, sorry, lockdown. <laughs> and then, yeah, that's how. And then I was like, okay, it's fine. Also, healthcare is more affordable in SA. So it's mm. fine if I get sick, I'd prefer to be here. Mm. So that's how I ended up staying in SA. So and now I'm just ready. You're ready to go. But when are, what are they saying now about reopening, uh, you know, borders in Bali for, for tourists? What What's the latest? Uh, I don't know. So the last update, they said they were going to reopen on the 27th of Jan. And then, um, like, cases That's started it. increasing. Mm. And then that got cancelled. But I can go back because I have a work visa. So I can yes. literally go to Bali mm. um, right now. But for tourists, they haven't said anything about going back so hopefully they'll open soon because we need you guys to support our businesses and we need money so okay so for someone then who's planning on going to bali at some point in the future you know on on Uh holiday um because i mean it's it's on most it's on most people's bucket list you know bali and what uh and you've lived there so you've seen quite a lot of of, of bali and you've seen mm-hmm. a lot of areas you know that people um uh, don't know about because they go to the swing they go to yeah, i've never been to the swing yeah <laughs> so what what other things do you think are worth seeing for someone who's going there on holiday that we probably are not being really showcased that much okay so firstly they swing everywhere like to be honest it's not the same swing that everybody's going to no there is the specific one where they take all the tourists but Ah. if you go to like most places like even some resorts like um hotels and villas they have their own swings Mm. so i don't get the whole swing picture but i've never been to the swing (laughs) Uh, so okay so the monkey forest i noticed a lot of tourists go to the monkey forest um the monkey forest is actually like a sacred um like they have temples there so Mm. people i think they just go to take selfies with monkeys and they don't really read about what else why that place is there Mm. so it's like a temple people go there to pray and i have a whole blog about that but uh basically okay if you're going to bali my first tip is don't stay in kuta because kuta is expensive Mm-hmm. It's where all the tourists stay. Don't stay in the chain hotels. Rather book like with the local hotels because they need the money more. Mm-hmm. And then also or book on Airbnb. So firstly, don't stay at these fancy hotels in Kuta because it's expensive. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just don't do it. And then also my so, favorite. So my sorry, top, that, so mm-hmm. you said don't stay in Kuta. Stay away. In Changu, if you like party life. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, or you mentioned Ubud. Ubud. 
And Ubud yeah. is, is nice for that. We are in the middle of a forest. Somewhere. Yeah, that's where the monkey forest is. Mm. So Ubud is actually two hours from Changu ah. by bike. Okay. You by bike? <laughs> 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 Uber, but it's expensive. Oh. Oh, it's expensive. So mm. There's even like Uber bikes. Oh, sure. So you can hold on. And then, <laughs> Not for two hours, just <laughs> my week will so fall off. <laughs> I've done that so many times. But yeah. um, okay, so yeah, also another important thing is that people, um, so for transportation, most mm. people, you can rent a bike, so a scooter. Mm. And one thing you need to know that a lot of people don't know is that, so you, in Bali, basically, they don't even check your license. You're just like, I came to rent the bike and they give it to you. Yeah, and travel insurance, if let's say you get into an accident, and you get injured and you need like help your travel mm. insurance won't pay if you don't have a bike license oh, so it's very important for you because a lot of people just come to like bali and thailand and wherever and they get bikes and they go but mm. one of the travel insurance like most travel insurances on their terms they say you need a license mm. to be driving a bike so that's very important if you're coming to bali because most people drive bike and then they go partying and they drink and then instead of getting an Uber bike and holding on to someone, they drive and there's a lot of accidents. And in the Facebook groups, it's always like, guys, this person crashed, let's oh donate. Gosh. They're in the hospital. But okay, anyway, getting back to um, getting <laughs> off topic now. But okay, so my favorite thing to do in Bali is hike. There's a lot of great hiking spots. Mm-hmm. So there's a volcano um, in Bali. That's, that was my favorite like top Thing that I did in my first week there because when I got there, I was doing all the touristy things. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's called Mount Batu, and then um, it's a volcano basically. And you hike up the volcano, and then when you get there, there's a coffee plantation where wow. you can have coffee and like watch the sunrise. So, I feel like mm-hmm. that was one of the best things I've ever done after mm-hmm. like hot air balloon in Turkey. That's definitely like in my top five of things you've done things that yeah. I've ever done. So I definitely recommend doing that in Bali and then also leaving Bali because it's not the only island in Indonesia. So mm-hmm. go to the other islands. Um, I spent Christmas in Gili. Um, Gili is one of the three Gili. So I don't know if it's yeah Gili, so G-I-L-I. So Gili, mm-hmm. the three of them. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this popular like place on Instagram where everybody like has these underground, like they um swimming, not underground. They are like scuba diving and they statues. Hmm. under the water so if you search like Gili you'll see it's popular for these underwater statues basically so um, Gili is so you drive firstly for two hours from Bali to the boat place and then you get a boat for two hours and you go to Gili it looks beautiful so I did that for, I did that for my birthday in like my last actual fun birthday in 2019 mm. so um, we took the boat we went to Gili and we spent a week there in Gili Mm-hmm. Um, I went with my friend and we met these people who own a hotel and they were so nice. Um, yeah, we made, you basically meet crazy, like fun people and interesting people, CEOs. Like mm-hmm. in Bali, you could be like sitting in a cafe and sitting next to like some CEO and you don't even know because that's where people come and they own homes there. A lot yeah. of Americans, like rich people own homes in Bali. And, and you, yeah, said, so- you said Gili is, is it two hours from uh, Bali you said? 
Yeah, so you take, you drive for two hours okay, to get okay. to the place where you get the boat. Mm-hmm. And then you get on a boat and then it's like an hour, 30 minutes, oh, like almost two hours. The... So I minutes, think... So basically four hours. So would you then suggest maybe sleep over in Gili Island? Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Because Gili is, you know, it's beautiful. So um, there's three of them. So Gili Air is the most quiet one and it only has like three hotels. Mm-hmm. It's like you literally the only person on the island like it's amazing so um i'll plug in my friend's hotel so you can stay at the coho mm. um it's very new mm. and um it's on gili air but yeah gili is a group of three islands in indonesia it's close to lombok lombok is another popular island in indonesia it's known for the pink beach so mm. they have this beach that's pink and very famous on instagram wow. so lombok is another place you could visit but it's touristy because people go there for the pink beach. I would go um, to the pink beach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, but when you're in Gili, you should go to Lombok because it's closer than mm. from Bali. But yeah, there's, and oh, my other like favorite place was Musa. The, so there are the Nusa Islands. So mm. those are very popular on Instagram as well. I think I also have a photo. So the Nusa Islands, um, what are they famous for? For like, you know those pictures when everybody's like standing by these staircases and... Okay, people have to go, uh, will have to go Google Nusa Islands, but there's three Nusa Islands as well. And I have a few photos on my Instagram. Mm. Um, they have like tree houses where you can stay and they have all these nice views. Um, Nusa Islands is also like a two hour trip from Bali. But yeah, there's 17,000 islands waiting for you to come and explore. Oh. So if, if I, I really want to like go on holiday and see a lot, uh, mm. do you think? 10 days would I get bored or is 10 days fine you wouldn't get bored because there's so much to do mm. so 10 days I feel like it's not even enough a mm. month mm. A but, okay maybe that's me because when I go to countries like when I was in Russia I spent a month there so I literally book a one way and I have no plan and then I get there and decide what's next so that's why I go on like all these walking tours because I meet people and I speak to them okay Guys, what's happening? And then they tell me, like, go to this place, go see this place. So, like, Russia, I was in Moscow, then I went to St. Petersburg. And I met, while I was there, I actually met a Turkish girl. Mm -hmm. And I told her, oh, I'm planning on coming to Turkey after this whole, like, Russia trip. And she was like, okay, come to my house for dinner. And now we're, like, friends. And she even sent me, like, a postcard from Turkey for Christmas. I was like, oh, this girl is not nice. But you meet, like, all these cool people. And while I was actually in Russia, I met this guy from Sweden who mm. was also on the walking tour I went on on the third day. Yeah. So basically this guy, um, he was like, ah, oh, let's take the train and go to Finland. And I was like, dude, first of all, I'm South African. I need to, like, apply for the Schengen visa. Mm, you can't, can't just rock up. Like, rock up tomorrow. But, like, mm. you always need these people who are, like, spontaneous and they want to mm. do all these fun things. And that's probably why I like traveling alone because I feel like when I travel with people, they pull me back. Of course. I'm yeah, because we have a plenty of... <laughs> sorry, guys. Yo, uh, <laughs> I like traveling alone. But, yeah. like, because then I can do whatever I want and I mm. need people, like, right, if I meet somebody and they're like, let's go, like, mm. go hiking. And then I'm with a group of people and they're like, I know. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just easier when you're alone. 
there is so much more to it. I mean, listening to what you're saying, there's so much more to it than what we are seeing on social media. I mean, you list, you, you're listing all these islands, Nusa Islands, Gili, uh, yeah. places that are not that, um, you know, that popular. So there's there's so much more that 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 one can see and not just, you know, the, the, the overdone yeah. stuff. So what, whatever you like, if you like wildlife, you can go to Komodo Island. So Komodo Island is known for the Komodo dragons. Mm. And that is very expensive, actually. So actually, it's not really expensive. So you have to fly from Bali to the island. And then the boat is what was expensive because that was $200. But um, I'll share some photos with you. So Komodo dragons are these um, dragons, basically. And it's fun because you're like walking around. (laughs) It's like like, they're dragons and they eat people. But you'll be okay because you'll be with your tour guide. And they give you rules, like if you're on your period, you can't go because they can smell bad. Um, yeah, I did that. That was like the most expensive trip I did because we had to pay for this boat for $200. Okay, I guess $200 is not a lot. But then I was like, ah, $200 because in Bali, everything is always cheap. So this $200, but it was worth it. Um, I'm, sure, I'm on Google now looking at these dragons. Like this is actually a real thing. Yeah, so um, this island is another place you can go visit. There's like just Mm. a lot to do in Indonesia and everything is all not really far from each other. It's more like two hours, three hours max of traveling. And then you get there and you see like a completely different side of the country. Mm. So, but yeah, I... Yeah, I loved, I'm sending you photos now, but um, I really love this Komodo Island. It was one of my Mm. favorites. Um, yeah, Indonesia is amazing, honestly. If you have, like, you're able to travel and go stay there for a month, I highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. But don't stay in, like, one place. So yes, don't just go different. there and stay in Ubud for 30 days. Like, see the different parts of the country, like, mm. mix with the locals. And local food is actually very nice. Like, I miss yeah. having nasi goreng. So <laughs> nasi goreng is fried rice. I used to have that. Like, I had a spot where I went, like, almost every day. And it's 20 rand. Um, for nasi goreng or I'd have nasi kampur or they have like it's like a buffet where you take like rice or noodles and vegetables and meat and then you pay 20 rand so like that's how cheap food wow. is like in Indonesia that's why I never cook and it's so healthy <laughs> it's healthy but yeah so it's not like it's not like you're eating junk while you're not cooking yeah. you still you know yeah they do have like food. McDonald's and Burger King but I've never no. been there like while who I was wants there. to who wants to eat a beggar yeah. Bali? Yeah. So they have that as well if you're into that. Then you can Pizza King, what is it? Mm. Pizza Hut. Pizza. Oh, yeah, wow. they have that. They have that. But um, I never ate there. Always Indonesian food is so good. I miss it so mm. much. I bought actually like noodles the other day at Pick and Pay. It was written nasi goreng. And then I was like, oh, let me try this. And it was not nice. Uh, so, <laughs> it won't taste like uh, the real thing. <laughs> yeah, it was not nice. And then I was yeah. like, no, I'll just wait till I go back. But I miss the food the mm. most. And the people are so kind. Okay. And it's safe. And yeah, like you walk around in the street at 3 a.m. Like nobody's mm. going to bother you. Yeah, I think so, that's 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 the most important thing. And 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 also cool for for for, for solo travelers because I get questions, you know, people asking what are some of the places that one can go to alone. So it sounds yeah. like Bali definitely could be one of those places given the safety element and also given that it's a place where you get to meet so many other people that are also visiting and yeah. you know, also want to you know make friends. Yeah, I really recommend visiting Bali. Um, it's a great 
island, not country. <laughs> I hope <laughs> people understand. Yeah. Yeah, so, no, but a lot of people, okay, so I just sent you photos from um, my trip to Komodo. Okay. But um, yeah, I hope a lot of people um, take like, this, like visiting other islands into consideration because mm. Bali is literally not the only place in Indonesia. Mm-hmm. There are so many cool, amazing places um, you can visit on a budget because um, mm. I always travel on a budget like I'm always saying guys I don't like spending money um, so let's try and make it as affordable as possible yes uh, like my Turkey trip I was in Turkey for 10 days and I did the whole hot air balloon thing and it cost me less than $500 so I always plan in advance and I find the best deal $500 is a lot of money I was no matter for 10 days you didn't get it Oh, for 10 days. I thought you were saying the hot air balloon is what cost you 500 No, the, the hot air balloon was 300 out of uh-huh. the whole trip. So that's how affordable Turkey is. Um, but yeah, so... Okay, but I... I okay, so I... talk about Turkey one day because you yes. said Turkey is a country you've never thought of visiting I, and that broke my heart. No, no, no not, not like that. I have thought of visiting Turkey. Okay, I must say it was because of a guy that I thought of visiting Turkey, but it's not on top of my list, you know? These pictures that you just sent like, are actually so cool. Wow. I go to Turkey every year, oh. except last year because COVID. I think when I go, I'll go with you because you you kind of know. And, you know, I'm really, really thinking about going to spend a month in Bali, just, you mm-hmm. know, seeing different things. And But I will call you, you know, and, and okay. ask for your no, advice. Let me know. Yeah, yeah definitely. Oh, Lerata, thank you so much. I think... No problem. Awesome. I really want you to come back again, and then we're going to speak about Turkey and, you know, okay. things that people can do there. Um, and I know, yeah, like just, just really just expand on, on, on take because you did say it's also like one of your favorites, right? Yeah. It's my favorite country. It's mm. the best country in the world. Wow. And this comes from someone who has seen quite a lot of countries. So definitely yeah. we have to talk about it. Okay. We, we, we must make time then. Yeah. Thank you so yeah. much for having me on your podcast. Yes. I, my darling. I will be directing it. people to your, your website, your blog, cause you have quite a lot of, you know, tips and information for people wanting to either go live overseas or even travel in general. So yeah, I will definitely be directing them to go and check and check all that info out, but thank you so, so much. This was amazing. I appreciate thank you making you. the time. Yeah. I had a great chat. Okay. okay cool. Thanks my love. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Uh, Thank you very much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. We will catch up again next week. But in the meantime, if you listen on Apple, please leave a review and comment. It helps other people find the podcast as well if you do that. So I appreciate that very much. And also you can find us on social media at Chica Travel Pod, hashtag Chica Travel Pod. Until next week, goodbye.